spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. The Gatos and Chad Show, and Chad is out today. I got the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister, to my right. Wise man, how are you today? What's up, Gatos? Doing right. pretty well. All right. So we got four hours of just craziness. And I think we've got to start out with a story you're all going to hear this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, we haven't touched on it much here on the show uh, because the video is not out. And a lot of people say, listen, if I don't see the video, I don't know how this thing went down. Uh, we had uh, a 29-year-old man get killed, and five cops killed him. Uh, you know me, I'm a big fan of the police. Uh, when there is a story, as I say, and I've, I've said it so many, so many years in a row, uh, I start on the side of the cops every time. Every time. Because I know how tough their, their job is. Uh, and then I go from there. And, you know, sometimes I'll have to, unfortunately, you look at it and you're like, wow, they really blew it there. And other times you're like, well, that person didn't give the police much of a, much of an option. So Memphis police are expected to release body cam footage. Um, there's a 29-year-old man, Tyree Nichols. He was confronted by police. Uh, five officers. Uh, they beat the hell out of him. So it's, all five have been fired. We're going to see the video. What we're hearing, wise man, is uh, this video uh, is going to remind you of Rodney King. So that's brutal. That's not good. A lot well, of people are worried about Memphis burning tonight. What? Yeah, exactly. So when you hear the president of the United States say, hey, if you're going to protest, do yeah. it peacefully. Yeah. When you hear the victim's mother come out and say, all we want is for you to protest peacefully. When you hear the director of the FBI yeah. come out and say, I've seen the video. This thing's bad. Yeah, only five people, I think, have seen the video. So but- when you hear that before anybody's even seen this thing. Right. You know it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Okay, so he died on January 10th. That was three days after the confrontation with the officers. Apparently, the five officers beat him for three minutes. And if you you just think about five men kicking and punching you for three minutes. I know three minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but you've got five men and they are punching and hitting and kicking you. All right. So here's the other angle. The five officers are black. Uh, It has to be talked about. It does. It absolutely has to be talked about. A lot of us don't want to see race. We don't want to see color, but that's just not how the world works. And so you've got uh, uh, one man who is dead, uh, Tyree Nichols, African-American, five police officers, African-American. I don't know what the case would be if it was... You know, a black man was beaten by five white police officers. Uh, the man would still be dead, but it'd be a different narrative. They well, would be. Yeah, and if you think back to, like, what we saw with the George Floyd protests just right. a couple of years ago. What was that? Almost three years ago now. Crazy to believe it's been that long. Right. It seems like it was just yesterday. But that was an instance of Derek Chauvin, who was the officer, was a white guy. Correct. There were several officers involved. I believe one of them might have even been Asian, but it really came down to Derek Chauvin because he was the one with the knee. Was choking him out. On George Floyd. And people had seen the video because that one was publicly released. It wasn't shot just by the police cameras. It was shot by passerby, like people just walking around, pedestrians. So that 
caused uh, an uproar both on social media and on television stations across the country before it was different from this because we haven't seen this yet. We just know it's coming and it's going to be bad. And I wonder how much this police force looks back on the George Floyd stuff and says we could have done this differently. We have a George Floyd level event on our hands. We got to be pre uh, I don't know what the word is. We got to prevent what's going to happen on the streets. The Uh, mother coming out and saying, we don't want you to set fire to buildings because my son wouldn't have want you to do that. I don't I don't know if we'll see anything like Floyd again with the incident, with with the with the actual incident that took place, how we all found out about it on social media. It was the video was taken by uh, people that were right around there. uh, And it wasn't this was a worldwide thing. There were people in other countries protesting what happened, not just in the U.S. There were other countries, people in other countries around the planet. It was that big. It was that big. Now, listen, I don't know what we're going to see tonight with um, Tyree Nichols and his confrontation with the police. But you're right. People are saying it's going to be brutal to watch. Here's the thing. You make a good point. So Floyd... That was released, you know, in the public by, you know, people who were passer buyers. Um, This is going to be released by the cops. And now we've been warned for days. It's brutal. I think that that's the right way to do it. I think you got to warn people. Listen, this is going to be horrific. What you're going to see. This is why we fired the five cops. And why they're facing second degree murder charges. Yeah, forgot to say that. Second degree murder. There's a reason we fired these five cops. There's a reason we haven't, you know, just put the video out on a Tuesday. They're putting it out Friday night. Which I think is interesting, too. And we could debate whether that's the right choice. Because uh, I was talking about this with Chad yesterday. Uh, and I'll give him some credit on this because I, I thought he made a good point. I probably you, told him what to say. Yeah, probably. Do you release the video on a Friday night like they're going to? at 6 o'clock Eastern. 5 o'clock or, here. 4 o'clock Tennessee here. time, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be 5 o'clock here if I'm okay. remembering right. Would you rather do it then when nobody has anywhere to go tomorrow? It's weekend. You're more likely to see riots on a weekend, I would think, because people don't have to go to work tomorrow morning. I don't think so. Or would you rather release it on a Sunday night where you at least know, like, okay, the people who really want to protest, they're going to go out no matter what night. They're going to go out no matter what. No matter what, they're going to go. If it's this bad, we're going to get... But if you're trying to limit the number of people that get involved in something like that and become violent, would you rather do it on a Sunday or a Monday night? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I I think with the police and uh, other people saying how bad this video is going to be to watch, you've now given people, you know, two or three days. um, And the expectation is it's going to be horrific to look at. And I think that that might hopefully keep some people inside, hopefully. But you know what? Go and protest. I got no problem with that. Just don't burn the place down. Go and protest. This should probably be protested. I have no problem with that. Um, but there's a way to do it, and you can do it. You know, uh, the, the victim's mother even said. If you guys are here for me and Tyree, yeah. then you will protest peacefully. Yeah. All right. More from mom. I don't want us burning up our cities, tearing up the streets, because that's not what my son stood for. See, she's already been able to come out and try and say, listen, my son was killed. If you go out and burn the place down, his life didn't mean anything. 
She's gotten ahead of that story. We didn't have that with Floyd. We got the video. We all saw it. They choked him out. They killed him right in the street. It was horrific. Um, there was no time for you to warn people. There was no, there was no time to warn anybody. I it was saw the in video your face. before I knew what was happening. There's no doubt. Uh, and then anger spread, and rightly so. This is different, though. Uh, what we might see... Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be more violent than Floyd. I'm guessing it's going to be more violent than Floyd. A lot more violent than Floyd. Because remember, Floyd was choked out. As horrible as that, he was choked out. The, this man was beaten by five men for three minutes. Five of them. Five cops for three and minutes. all of them have been held accountable on some level. Right, right. So they're so all involved. Warning us that this is going to be such an awful thing to see, I think, is, 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 a, is a smart way for the police to say, please, we are dealing with these five officers. They are going to be charged with second-degree murder and a whole bunch of other stuff. We know it was wrong. We want to be very transparent and release the video. But we're going to warn you. It's bad. I I have a feeling we won't see a riot. I don't think we're going to see a Will riot. Will we see anything here in, locally? I don't know. Phoenix. I don't know. Because, again, I don't know how bad it is. And you know what? Does anybody out there know the name? Tyree Nichols yet? Nope. Is he a household name? No, not yet. Um, Mr. Floyd was and still is. So I, I don't know. I think if you get this, I think releasing it on, on Friday, probably a smart idea. Warning everybody, this is going to be terrible. Smart idea. Uh, and then you have the FBI coming out and you've got the mother of the victim saying, please don't listen. You're going to see something bad. Don't torch the place. It's not what my son would have wanted. So we're going to keep our eye on this. This is going to be a very big story. And I think what we're going to see is going to be pretty brutal and tough to watch. All right. Coming up next. Uh, should you lose your smile? Sorry, should you lose your job because of your smile? It's the Gatos and Chad show. And the wise man is in today. If you subscribe to the Gators and Chad Show podcast, you probably should. You can subscribe right now on your iPhone, your Android. You'll never miss any of the shows. It's the Gators and Chad Show podcast brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. All right. Should you get fired if you have um, bad teeth? Maybe if you're a dentist. Well, and if you live in the UK, you're screwed. <laughs> uh, so this is actually, it's, it's very controversial. I don't know what type of a place would fire somebody if they had, like, you know, busted up teeth or something like that. But it is happening. Uh, and I don't know what company. Do you know what company this is, Wise Man? Yeah, it's called Sheets. Easy over it there. Is a, I, it is a, uh, it's basically, it's Sheets? a gas station on the East Coast. Okay. A gas station called Sheets. It sounds like a curse word. It sounds like I'm saying something gross. But it's a company. What's that? It's a company, so okay. we're good, I All think. Sheets right. is coming under fire for its so-called smile policy. The company says people with bad teeth aren't qualified to work at Sheets. But now they say they're reviewing that policy. After Wait, so hold on. I If I have a couple of crooked teeth, I can't work at a stinking gas station? You're not qualified. Really? What? What's the, what's, what qualification? 
Uh, they what? want you to have pearly whites. They want They're you to look good. Okay. All right. The media. According to Business Insider, Sheets Employees Handbook says applicants with, quote, obvious missing, broken, or badly discolored teeth um, are not qualified for employment with Sheets. Okay. So this is a gas station. All right. Let, let me give you an example. QT. You like QT? I've been to QT. Okay. Our son, when he was uh, in high school, worked for QT. Here's what QT wanted. They wanted young men, uh, you know, if you want to call them young men, I mean, they were high school kids. and That's pretty young. Young boys and girls, let's just say. Sure. Um, they wanted them uh, tucked in. They wanted, you know, their hair combed, uh, show up for work, and smile. And always say hello. Uh, QT actually has an undercover person go in and test them. And if the person says hello, they get 100 bucks. So I kind of understand that if you go into a place of business, you want to be greeted with a smile, uh, with a hello. Totally I totally get, get that. that. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But uh, and I'll say this, too. Uh, in my 20s, I had uh, I my teeth were all over the place and I went and got Invisalign when I was 25. It was one of the best things I've ever done. Uh, I hid my smile all the time because it was just embarrassing to me. Uh, but it didn't stop me from being able to do a job. Uh, you can smile without showing your teeth either, by the way. I made a, uh, for years I did that. So this, this kind of hits home. I think, I think, uh, uh, I don't like the fact, listen, if you got one tooth and it's sticking out of your, you know, your gum or something like that. Snaggle tooth. Yeah. Do you really want that as the face of your business? Now, here's the other thing. They're not saying they're firing people who have bad teeth. They're just putting them in the they're back. They're not hiring them. <laughs> they're not hiring well, them. I'm putting them in the back, they're stock boy. <laughs> uh, no, but here, here's the thing. Uh, it's not wrong what they're doing. Plenty of companies already do this. I, I was talking I about with this with tattoos. Chad. Some people with, that have tattoos. It's possible. You know, they don't want them sitting at the front desk. I was talking about this with <clears> Chad <throat> yesterday. Uh, the Walmart greeter. Is usually a specific type of person. They're usually older. They're very friendly. Right. They have the nothing. point of that job is very specific yeah. to make you feel at home. Right. So they're going to bring in somebody who's a grandma or a grandpa. Right. Like yeah. that's that's the nature of the beast. I don't feel at home then with uh, with that. I, you know, well, I don't know. The waitresses at a place like Hooters. Okay. Sorry, but they hire beautiful people. So people can hire who they want. Yeah. But what happens when it? Well, you can't do that with the color of your skin. No. You can't do that with your nationality. No. But if you have a missing tooth, we don't have to we don't have to hire you. This is more of a qualification for the job, not something again, they're not firing people with I have think bad they teeth. think that people have with bad teeth are stupid. That's what I think. They might that's, think that's that. what I think. It's wrong, but they might right. think that they're uneducated. Look at them. What you they don't, should do, yeah, because they're reviewing the policy, right? So they might even change this in the next however knows how long whoever knows. I think what they should do is the company should come out and say, we are instead going to offer to fix the teeth of oh, our current geez. employees. That's what they should do. A little bit more. As for employees who run into dental issues, they have 90 days to solve them or find <laughs> a new job. Uh, you can't fix your teeth most of the time in 90 days. Okay. I had Invisalign for two years. You can't, you can't, takes, takes a lot of time. Can't fix it in 90 days. And by the way, if you have a missing tooth or something, you want to work at this place? Probably not. 
Probably not. Sheet says it's important for employees to display a pleasant, full and complete smile for interactions with customers. So anybody who has a crooked tooth is not can't invite you into any place is what they're saying. Co-workers. But former employees told Business Insider they felt the policy is, quote, disgusting and classist, especially since most employees are lower income. What's really weird is when you do the job interview, Mm. how do they evaluate how bad your teeth are? Because there's varying levels, right? Sure. I mean, I might have one tooth that's slightly ahead of the other. Does be am, I, am I qualified? No, I think you're all right. I'm I think okay? It, I think it has to be pretty obvious. I think it's got to be pretty obvious. What if I have a screwed up molar in the back and you can't even tell? No, you're good. No, I'm good. You're good. But they have to inspect my teeth when I, I don't apply think for inspect. the job. I don't think I think that, I mean, it would be funny. The Hi, what's your name? Oh, uh, my name is uh, Wiseman. All right, open your mouth. <laughs> that's just weird. Of course, we're not going to do that. No. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to go here. Uh, if this was out here, I probably wouldn't go in. Give it a couple of days. Yeah. I think they're going to get enough backlash for sure. this that they're going to then start offering help to their employees oh, to gosh. fix their teeth. Oh, for crying Just out wait. Loud. It's going to happen. All right. Um, coming up next, Biden's border plan. It might lead to disaster at one Arizona port of entry. Stick around. It's the Gators and Chad Show. All right. Chad's back Monday. We gave him the day off today. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister is in. Let's talk a little border there, wise man. I'm very, all about the border. Very, very interesting stuff. Um, so we know Biden's new plan. If you're from four places, you can't come in uh, without getting on an app. All right. Make an appointment. Make an appointment on the app. Uh, but uh, you can't come here and claim asylum if you're from one of four places. OK. So with that being said, what happens when you do go to the app and you do seek asylum? Uh, where do well, you go? I tried it first. And you did. You did. Remember, try I downloaded it. Yeah. the app. Right. And at the time when I tried it a couple of weeks ago when they announced this, yeah. nothing on the app worked. OK, nothing. <laughs> Surprise. I tried to make an appointment to come here legally. So it's like they call it the CBP one app. Yes. Yeah, that's not catchy. Anyway, I think I already deleted it. It's designed to help uh, process asylum seekers. OK, so now asylum seekers can schedule an appointment with officials through the app. But here's the deal. There are only eight ports of entry nationwide. Okay? So in Arizona, we have one. That's it? Yeah. Nogales is one of the eight. And it's the only participating point of entry in the state now. Okay. So are we just sending everybody to Nogales? And are they going to get overrun? Because, like, I'm thinking uh, if I was a migrant and I was going to go to, to, you know, Yuma and try and claim asylum, well, now I'm going to go to possibly Nogales, and they're going to get overrun. If you just funnel people into one place, what do you think is going to happen? Well, there's a couple of things at play here, right? So there's the people that are already at another place along the border. Let's use Yuma as an example. We talk with their mayor, Doug Nichols, all the time. Right. So maybe you're trying to cross in Yuma and you're told, oh, no, you need to make an appointment in Nogales. You can't do it. Now you have to travel from Yuma to Nogales along the border, which, by the way, it's not like there's a a highway that runs along the border. Exactly. Right. So that's one thing that causes an issue. Then there's also the people who haven't left yet. The people who are going to come mm-hmm. to the border, do they know ahead of time I need to make an appointment in Nogales specifically, or are they just going wherever the coyotes uh, take them? I don't know. And if you're a smuggler, 
This is a whole new branch of your business now, potentially, because instead of smuggling people from, I don't know, let's say southern Mexico's border all the way to our border, maybe you have a route that you take regularly. You go to Yuma regularly Mm -hmm. and you smuggle them across there. Well, now that they're being turned away in Yuma and said, hey, you got to take them to Nogales. Now, as as a coyote, you're like, oh, this is great. Now I can smuggle people from Yuma to Nogales. You get an extra leg of the trip. And you charge and them more gonna money. And they're going to pay you for it. Yeah. Because that's the only thing they know to do. I mean, it's it really is kind of crazy that, you know, if you are the president, you've ignored the border for two years, and the best idea you come up with is an app. And to think that people from another country are going to, you know, understand it, um, because as you said, it's very difficult to navigate. Uh, I think if, uh, it, let's say that you're in, uh, you know, you're in Nicaragua, right? Wasn't that one of the places? It's uh, Cuba, Nicaragua, uh, Venezuela. Say you're in Venezuela. In Haiti, I think is the Yeah. Other. So you're in Venezuela, and your family's uh, life is in danger, and uh, you're, tra- you're struggling to, to feed your family on a daily basis. You know if you go outside, you could get killed. I mean, this is what some people deal with, not all of them, but some. Uh, I'm going to stop and make sure that I, you know, I pull my app out and I do it the right way. Nobody's going to do that. They're going to leave and they're going to come here. And if they can't get, you know, if they can't, if they can't go to Yuma, let's say, and claim asylum, they're going to sneak in. Because I don't even know if they're going to be able to get on the app. Yeah. Well, you have any Wi-Fi where you are? I don't know that you do. Do you have a cell phone where you are? I don't know that you do. Let's go back to the people that are already at the border or nearing the border. Mm-hmm. And they show up in Yuma and they're told, no, not here. No gallus. Correct. Are they really going to? turn to the east and start walking to Nogales, or are they, are they just going to wait for nighttime and then they're going to just jump across the, yeah. the border? I, I don't know if Biden's plan's going to work. I have no idea. I think a lot of people say there's no way it's going to work. Well, I would tell you, you don't know that. I don't think we know. I really don't. It could be a good plan. I'm, not, I'm just not sure. Uh, I'd like a better plan. But it seems that, you know, maybe the... Uh, you know what I'm really you know what I'm really interested in? I want to see if people stop coming here in the summer. Because we're really not that far away. We're almost into February. All right, we got a few months. Okay. Are people going to continue to come here when it's 115? Because that has not stopped anybody since 2021. I mean, I know that people stopped kind of coming over in 2020 because of COVID. 2021, 2022 started this year. I just wonder if people are going to still come over the summer because the best weapon that we had was weather. Yeah. Trying Although, to cross that border at one, 120 degrees. You have no shelter. You run out of water real fast. I, I mean, it is, you'll, you get tons of people died. I just wonder if this summer is going to be any different. Are people still so desperate to get here and they're using the loophole uh, in the asylum laws that we have that it doesn't matter if it's 200 degrees, they're still walking over? We've talked about the inverse. We've talked about the cold the last couple of weeks. And listen, I'm cold not saying so- anybody. Southern Arizona is certainly not the Canadian border or anything like that. It's right. not it's not negative 20 out there. But El Paso, but you're talking 30 degrees, 25 degrees. And we saw freezing all the temperatures. People. Yeah. And we talked with the mayor of Yuma just a couple of days ago. And he said, yeah, we've seen a downtick over the last three weeks or so. But it's pretty much right back up to normal over the last couple of days. Yeah, he thought it, it might, maybe it was Biden's policy or maybe it was the holidays. It just slowed people down. And I'll say again, you know, you, you, you live in Venezuela and your life is being, you know, threatened. Well, it's the holidays. We'll wait. Not so sure you're waiting.
I like the idea of people scheduling appointments, but we got to deal with the realism here that people are going to continue to come the way they always have. All right. Coming up next. Do kids not know that it's wrong to bring a gun to school? Next. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. All right. Coming up. uh, 305. You might have to cancel Netflix after what they announced. Wait, what? Yeah. They might be dead to me. We'll talk about it. 305. But I've got to watch that 90s show. <laughs> Is that what you're watching on Netflix? Not binging yet. It? I was going to. Are you also watching Gilmore Girls or something like that? What nah, else? I've, already, I've already seen all You've already seen that? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's old school. All right. Wait until you hear what Netflix did. Uh, we'll talk about that. All right. Um, do kids not know that it is wrong to bring a gun to school? Like, this story is crazy. We've got two 13-year-old kids. Uh, and this is their story, okay? Out in El Mirage. Well, we're walking to school, and hey, we found a gun, and we just brought it in. Hmm. Do you believe that, though? No, I don't believe it. Uh, That's I what know. I would say, too, if I was a kid and I got caught with a gun. Okay. Yeah, I found it. It's It'll not be, mine. It should be easy to figure out whose it is. Is it mommy's or daddy's? Did you get it at a friend's house? And their parents may have left the gun out. It's a 13-year-old. Okay? Two 13-year-olds. And listen, there is a chance that they just found it on the street and thought it was cool and put it in their backpack and brought it to school. There's a chance. I'm just saying it doesn't sound likely. And then you don't say anything? You don't tell anybody? You don't pick it up? You don't call the cops? Everybody's got a cell phone. Hey, we call 911. You know what? I'm 13. We're we're walking to school. There's a gun here. Do you guys want to come out and get it? But no, what did they do? They put it in their bag and they walked into class. I might be breaking some news to you here, Gatos, but uh, not every 13-year-old is as super responsible as you were. No, I wasn't responsible. I'm just trying to think, if if that were me, what would I have done? Um, I would not have touched it. I I don't think I would have touched it That's the way I personally feel. But I'm also like, I would have been scared of it in a lot of ways. Okay. Well, you're you're from Ohio, right? I mean, originally, yeah. Right. And, you know, I'm from New York. And, it, you know, back then, when I when I was, you know, a kid, guns were bad. Guns, because no one had a gun in New York or New Jersey except the cops, you know, pretty much. Uh, and then you move out here and you find out real quick, oh, the guy sitting next to me in the movie theater has a gun. And then I learned, that's the best guy to sit next to. <laughs> that's the guy I want to sit next to. nobody's going to mess with him. No. No. So two 13-year-olds arrested for possessing a gun on campus, El Mirage. Uh, the student told uh, a school staff member that they found the weapon lying around in the street while walking to school. So, you know, we were kind of, you and I were chatting about this earlier, and I thought you made a pretty good point. Do we have to tell kids now not to bring a gun to school? Yeah, because... I mean, really? I got to be honest with you. It's been a while since I've been a kid, but... I don't ever remember being told in school, don't, hey, don't bring a gun to right. the school. Yeah. You know why? Because when we did have shooter drills when I was in elementary school, which we had occasionally, not as common as they do now, right. the bad guy was always going to come from outside the school. Kids didn't shoot up classrooms well, back Columbine, then. Columbine was the first one the kids shot the school up. Was he a current student? That was a... I don't remember. I think they were... I would have to look it up. Current or, or right around there. Yeah, I think they were current. Yeah, usually you get young men, either teenagers or just out of that school, who yeah. come and they were the shooters. Right. This is a situation where it's a 13-year-old bringing it onto campus. Fortunately, nothing happens, right? But 
nobody ever explicitly told me as a kid, don't bring a gun to school because we all just kind of assumed like, where would I get a gun? Right. Why would I bring a gun to school? How, did these, shoot up a how did these 13 year olds not know that that's going to get them in trouble? You got to know. How do you not know? Nobody ever told them. You got to tell them. If I you, don't think we should have to. If you but it see appears a gun in the middle of the road, put it in your backpack and go into school. It appears we might have to start doing How that. How stupid are these kids? I know kids are stupid. When I was 13, top of the class stupid. <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, but I think I knew not to, not if I saw a gun, uh, I wouldn't bring it in. I would like to think, you know, most kids not going to pick up that gun. And br- That's why, I don't. you know what? I don't buy it. I don't know why they brought a gun to school. I don't think they found a semi-automatic pistol in the middle of the road. I'm not buying that. It was in their backpack. They got in trouble, and they said, oh, crap. Well, we just found it on the way to school. It's not mine. It's, it's not someone else's. Right. I just found it. You're uh, welcome. I think you'll find out that they got it from somewhere. Remember, I don't know where. Remember we had a story a couple months ago? It might have even been in El Mirage where there were a, few a, things, a yeah. seven-year-old who brought a gun to school and was showing it off on, on one day, and one of the other kids let somebody know, and the administration uh, apprehended the, the gun from the kid's backpack. I want to say that was in El Mirage. Dude, Maybe there's surprise. so many of these. I lose track. I'm sorry. I, I really that's do. That's my point is it's happening more and more and more. And it's becoming obvious to me that, yeah, maybe we do have to sit all of our kids down and say, hey, I don't know where you would get a gun or a knife or any sort of weapon that you could do harm with. I don't know where you would get that. Yeah. But don't do it. Or if you even think of taking the gun out of our safe where we keep it. I don't know. That just sounds that sounds like a ridiculous thing to, t- to have to talk about. I, mean, I think we, we knew it when we were kids. We knew we were. It, like, you just knew you were in trouble. Shouldn't you know it more now? You would think. If you're caught with a gun in school and you don't think you're going to get in trouble, you're, you, boy, you, I don't know what to say about you. I don't care how, I mean, put it, there, okay, six-year-old that shot his teacher. We've been talking about that for a couple of weeks. All right, does a six-year-old know that they're going to get in trouble if they go to school with a gun? I don't know. They're six. These kids are 13. You're 13 years old. If you take a gun to school, you don't think you're going to get in trouble? My guess is they wanted to show it off. My guess is they didn't find it in the middle of the street. My guess is we'll find out, well, he was laying around somewhere in, my, in the house. My mom left it out. Dad left it out. It's crazy. All right, coming up next. Netflix might be dead to me. Will you cancel Netflix after what they announced today? Stick around.